0: Wow. Wow. Wow, this is, this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that idea. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is, like, really small, but it had to become that to stop me. the hurt child... We kinda of just thought it happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like like you know, when you when you hit that first joint like in the morning and you like, I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Okay. So um, you had mentioned wanting to keep working with the part from last time over the last.
1: Yeah. After
0: we talked. Yes. So I just wanted to bring that up. And if you want to talk about that at all, feel free. If not, feel free.
1: Yeah. I had, I had wanted to go in and unburden it some, the rest of the way, or at least some more. And for some reason I didn't, although work has been easier lately and I've been less hard on myself. Hmm. So it's definitely partially unburdened already.
0: Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, I think I have a part of me that's afraid of doing the work wrong, even though, mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it almost, uh, um, what's the word? It almost um upped the intensity of that anxiety. Mm. Uh since last time went so well, it was like, well, now it's your job to to keep this going and like keep this good thing going. So yeah, I just didn't end up uh doing anything with that. Okay. But I've also been really like I had like another like exile come up related to body image. So mm-hmm. that's been a whole thing this week. Um, and I want to want to help them both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah.
0: OK, so the part that's afraid of doing it wrong and then this other exile. All mm-hmm. All right. Which one would you like to go further with now? Or do you feel like mm. needs your attention most?
1: Well, I feel a lot more anxiety and a lot more activity with the second one I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, and I don't know if that means I should work on it or if that means I should work up do it or mm. uh, or if I should finish what I started with the other one or if I should take care of these riled up parts because they're riled up I don't know
0: <laughs> okay um I have one piece of input if you're interested sure so you're still texting me letting me know that you're doing you're doing some parts work pretty much every day right
1: yeah yeah
0: so to me that i mean that's awesome and that kind of tells me that um, it's even it's it's it would be how do i say it it's fine to shift gears yeah um, because you're doing the work and okay you know what i mean like if you
1: yeah if you were
0: never doing any homework then I would be more concerned about leaving one thread. Mm-hmm. Because I would say, Oh, we're never gonna get back to this. Might might have that concern. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't imagine that happening mm-hmm. if, you're, yeah. if you're still into IFS and you're still attempting to do parts work so often.
1: That makes sense to me. And I do feel like this other thing needs to be addressed. Um, so yeah. Okay. Great.
0: All right, so you've identified what you're calling exile energy around that issue
1: yeah, um and and a very a very um, very busy manager that's trying to control things and fears that it can't um, and uh. And another part that's like, oh my God, this is such a like freak out issue that you shouldn't think of it because you're going to freak out. (laughs) So Mm. that one is back. I know that one's popped up before, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Does it mean like specifically in this conversation with me or just in general? Um,
1: Well, in this conversation and also in general, um, it didn't help that I had, um, A party with some friends last weekend and I took half an edible gummy and apparently that was way too much and so my my worry about this like this issue just exploded because I like it was I worry like basically about my weight and I felt really bloated that night especially Mm -hmm. um just for like random reasons and It became like a hyper focus of like my horrible weed experience. So that kind of just kicked the whole thing into overdrive. And now, and now my part that cautions about panicking is like panicking. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe we can start with that part and just welcome it.
1: Yes. Yes. It works very hard
0: yeah it works very hard. Maybe just see how you notice it, where you notice it in your body.
1: Mm, well, it just it just appreciated being recognized so yeah. it, and that's kind of a feeling of release and relief in my like um my like chest and upper arms and shoulders. I feel like I say that a lot, but yeah, that's where it is.
0: Mhm, okay. So it's already starting to relax a little.
1: A little bit.
0: What is it? What messages does it have for you?
1: Um, it has like life is just too terrifying for you. You can't handle fear. You can't handle things happening that you don't like. Um, you're just too. You're too sensitive to to make it. It's not shaming mm. me for being sensitive. It's just saying. You you can't function.
0: Right. Okay. And how do you feel towards it as you hear all that and notice it?
1: Um a bit afraid. Mm-hmm. Um and a bit and a bit like, no, that can't be true. Um, kind of resistant to believing that idea because if I believe mm-hmm. that idea, then I would never leave the house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Is the afraid coming from the part itself? Like, does it feel like? um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think mostly. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you can welcome that part of that part. It has that fear. Yeah. If it feels all right, just, just welcome that. Again, see where you notice it. Okay. See what kind of qualities that has. And maybe see if you can find out how it serves you. Yeah. What its intention is.
1: It's to warn me about Mm -hmm. impending situations that I can't handle So stave off panic but it's also like a source of panic in a way yeah and it just feels really traumatized by the bad weed experience yeah like it It was it was not nearly as active before that happened on mm. um friday
0: yeah sounds tough yeah sounds like this part is really working over time
1: yeah It is fighting,
0: fighting, pushing back to panic, also having its own panic. Yeah. Add in drugs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I used to be I used to struggle more with anxiety when I was younger than I do now. I still certainly struggle with it, but I had gotten to a place where I was like, okay, well, it's not like getting worse and I can kind I kind of know how it works but then this this one experience kind of threw a lot of that into question
0: yeah so it's was trying to warn you about going into full panic yeah and is that a valid concern that it has that it's something you've experienced or
1: um I do think it's a valid concern mm-hmm. although I haven't had like the kind of panic attack where you hyperventilate and think that you need to go to the hospital. Like that's never happened to me before, but I've also heard of people having their first one later in life. So I'm just a little bit like, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, And I've had a lot of anxiety before, certainly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you just let it know that it all makes sense to you. Yeah. And that panic the the severe panic attacks are a real thing and Mm -hmm. even if they're even if you're at an eight out of ten or whatever that's still yeah definitely uh, a negative experience Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah
1: yeah for sure
0: see if you can just keep inviting it and keep welcoming it Mm. and show some appreciation for that warning that it serves
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's the same part. Like, I don't know if it's multiple parts of this part or what, but there's like a resistance to welcoming it for fear that it'll cause more anxiety.
0: Mm, Okay. You know, when we very first acknowledged it, it seemed to relax a little.
1: It did. And then it kind of like got worked up again. And I'm not even sure why. Like.
0: would it feel okay just to ask and
1: yeah, see what that's yeah. about? let's see. Uh, it was just a feeling that I was letting my guard down. So there was a pushback to letting my guard down.
0: Mm-hmm. And that guard, what's being guarded?
1: Um, just control or, over... Yeah. making sure that I don't freak out like that's the best way I can explain it I'm not even sure if that uh if it's possible to prevent that but (laughs) there's uh yeah there's a just a desire to completely control and monitor the situation
0: Mm -hmm. how does it feel how does the part feel about you Doing this kind of uh, looking into it and trying to understand it.
1: Um, it's scared of doing it, and it's equally scared of not doing it. Okay. Oh. So.
0: <laughs> of course, we don't. We don't have to, right? So. It,
1: no, it it does wanna like, yeah, it wants to proceed. It's like slightly less scared of of uh, of IFS than of not doing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So. Just let it know it can share with you in any way that feels safe.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
0: if that means not repeating what it says to me, or mm-hmm. if that means just negotiating with it to go to, at a slow pace or a, a reduced, yeah. you know, just a percentage
1: mm-hmm. of what
0: it of what it wants to share.
1: Yeah, it's somewhat reassured by the
0: And is it noticing you?
1: Um, I don't, I think it it did at first when it felt that relief, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is anymore because I think I'm either blended with it or blended with another part Mm -hmm. that's just too scared. Try to see, um.
0: Yeah. See so if you can invite it to notice you okay. in whatever way feels like you can deepen your access, or um, you know, maybe ask it to kind of reposition itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Further. Further from the camera. Right. Shorts looks like. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I got it to step back just a little bit. Um. Okay, I think it stepped back, but now I got to connect with it.
0: Yeah, I just ask it to tell you more about itself. Okay. What it needs. mm
1: mm-hmm. It just wants to know things will be okay, mm-hmm. and that nothing will be so bad that I can't handle it, mm-hmm. and I, I feel unsure of, um, of what to tell it which I'm sure is another part because there's kind of a reaction of, well, there probably are some things that I can't handle. Maybe even, maybe I can handle the body image issue, maybe not, but there, I'm sure there are other things that if they happened, I wouldn't be able to handle. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to, I mean, I can try and say that I'll be with it no matter what. But I don't know if that's enough.
0: (laughs) Maybe you can ask it Mm -hmm. what steps, how you should, you know, how you should go forward in a way that will help it feel like things are okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wants to know it won't be overwhelmed. Um, That's about it, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. Is it concerned about other parts overwhelming it? Um, Can I show you?
1: Let's see. It's worried about a sense of shame overwhelming me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um hmm. is that shame from another part? Is that an exile part that
1: creates that shame? Feel, I feel like it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's interesting because it says it I kept sort of expecting it to say and something else too, like Shame overwhelming me and fear overwhelming me or something. And maybe that is the case, but yeah, the shame is the big one that I,
0: because that's the the knockout punch.
1: Yeah. Because like, Mm -hmm. if something bad happens, like that's bad, but it's even worse if I blame myself for it. Yeah. Or if people blame me or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm sounds like this part is very in tune with that shame yeah. feeling that mechanism, yeah, and just how awful it is to be to be in that,
1: yeah, yeah, it's afraid of being trapped that's that's kind of the feeling I'm getting,
0: yeah are you able to show it appreciation for looking out for that
1: yeah a little bit i know it's it's trying really hard yeah yeah feel a lot of compassion for it great yeah, I feel pretty connected to it.
0: Mm-hmm. You could try asking it how it would feel about you helping with that with the shame by attempting to work with that part that carries that,
1: yeah, as long as as long as it um it could be. Let out a little bit at a time so as not to be overwhelming. Mm I'd be okay with that.
0: Yeah. How do you respond to that?
1: I think that sounds good.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you feel confident in your parts work to negotiate with the part that might have that shame and might overwhelm?
1: Um. Well, I think, I don't know. don't want to say I do because I don't have a clear idea of how it would work and how it would feel. I'm not experiencing mm-hmm. it yet, but I maybe do I should
0: it. Maybe I should ask, how confident do you feel?
1: Um,
0: One out of 10.
1: Maybe like- six out of 10. All right. Yeah. Because I feel like if, if it's been kept down this whole time already, then there must be an ability to keep it down, you know?
0: Right. Well, and the, this, the protectors, you know, have been doing so much of that or trying to
1: yeah. So if so they that's, have that's usually why that
0: why they don't yeah. have the trust
1: if, yeah. if
0: they haven't seen you do it or don't trust you to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think they've also seen me uncover other exiles at a reasonable pace. Mm-hmm. So I think they're okay with it. Uh I think they're also pretty afraid of the idea of not dealing with it and having to keep suppressing it and that one day they'll fail. Yeah. So they want, they want a solution that's not just up to them because they're really, really tired and um, pretty alarmed.
0: Has this part been able to get a better look at you, a better understanding of your real age, for example?
1: Um, hmm.
0: just ask it.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm getting a slight positive reaction to that. Seems like it did think I was younger. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'd say that was like
1: mildly reassuring for it.
0: All right. Can you ask or... Uh, into it anything that would be reassuring for it? Um, what, it what it would need to trust you,
1: yeah.
0: or any requests of me?
1: Mm, um, it says I pretty much already trusts both of us and it's not really a matter of trust uh for it it's just afraid that it's it's the exile that it doesn't trust it's like what if the exile pops out and just does whatever Mm
0: mm-hmm Well, in my experience, the exiles do want to be heard, mm-hmm. so they do have—they do often have a lot of energy. Yeah, and they also have waited a long, long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that can be a good thing in, or that can mean that they're usually okay going slow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just want to be. That's what I've read is that they just want to be heard. And so they'll, they'll compromise with you, yeah. negotiate if that means that they'll be heard. And, the, and yeah, I know that. And the, and the, the part I think is aware of it. It's just like, uh, you know, that's its what if. Yeah. But I think it's, I mean, I mean, they, it, Like the concerned parts still want to want to make some contact with the exile because again, they're just afraid of of what happens if it continues getting Mm -hmm. pushed down.
0: Okay. Is there more you want to discuss with this part? Anything else it would like to share with you or um, any advice it has for you? Hmm. Mm,
1: not aside from just like be careful, that's really it, okay
0: and if. If it feels like we're not being careful, it can jump back in.
1: Yeah, it appreciates that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, you can always just hang up and <laughs> turn on the TV. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, and it's yeah. it's also encouraged by the fact that I am calmer now than I was at the beginning of the call. So it's like a little bit of. It's got a little bit of faith in us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think we have faith in it. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've, it was the part that was panicking. Yeah. Or, or had the anxiety. And in working with it in this way, like you're showing it exactly how you can go to parts, mm-hmm. you know, be gentle, be curious. Yeah. Get the information, get the get the experience from them, and and respond.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, should we sw- switch to maybe one of those other protectors?
1: Yeah. Um, who else? Oh yeah, the manager. That's right.
0: Controlling things.
1: Yes so the manager is <laughs> manager is kind of an intellectual which <laughs> serves it and both both serves it and doesn't serve it because mm-hmm. it really wants to be able to control my weight mm-hmm. and at the same time it's read the statistics <laughs> and knows that weight is 70% genetically influenced and okay. that people who um who keep their weight down by like intentionally um intentionally cutting calories uh are kind of just constantly struggling with hunger and mm-hmm. um in a constant battle with themselves. And I, I think it's, I guess it's another part um, or maybe it's myself or maybe both um, that sort of refuses to do that um, because I don't want to be miserable my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that makes sense. (laughs) Yes. So, um, there's this feeling of like, like I've, I've read and I've read all about like intuitive eating and, you know, um, I've tried to read like all the things to like prevent, uh, You know, like, all the, like, reasonable things that I can do to prevent it. But, like, Mm -hmm. um, in the end, I don't have as much choice in it as I would like. And that's very disturbing to the manager. But also the idea of just spending a life of constantly restricting myself and obsessing about food is also of hard no to this other part. And myself acknowledges like, yeah, like that's, that's not a road that we ever want to go down, no matter the cost, but it's just really upsetting to the manager because, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's like on my list of things that I don't want at the top is dying (laughs) Mm -hmm. number two is living a completely miserable life and number three is not being conventionally attractive (laughs) so we're dealing with like very polarizing feelings like the intensity is just so high with this stuff and I think for the record I think that like fat phobia in our society is horrendous but that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I don't have an extremely strong desire to be appealing to people
0: yeah yeah (laughs) okay that all makes sense to me yeah not dying being at the top of the list
1: yeah yeah that definitely checks out your appearance and your weight doesn't define your, your worth. And it, in many cases doesn't define your attractiveness either, but like. Yeah. You know, these, yeah. No, these, yeah. These parts feel strongly and I understand why, because that's, those are people's standards in a lot of cases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Other people's standards and you know, you have your own parts and your own standards.
1: Exactly. I do. Mm-hmm. I do.
0: Yeah. able to just let that part know that this makes sense and that you see
1: how difficult Um,
0: it is to balance all of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult.
0: Yeah. And how are you feeling towards it now?
1: Mm, I feel... I feel compassion and I also feel... Yeah, that that anxiety of like not knowing what to tell it because I don't have completely reassuring answers for it. Me neither. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So let's, the part that wants to tell it anything, let's see if we can get that to step back. Yeah. Let's let's let it tell us stuff. Okay. Just stick with the curiosity.
1: Right well this part um one of the one of the things that has been notable to me is that in reading about like oh how to how to be um how to stop obsessing over your body blah 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 like not even body positivity, but like trying to have body neutrality or something like people always say like, Oh, just think about all the great things your body can do and, uh, and how it moves you around and you can like it, it, do fun things with it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm grateful for that, but that has no bearing on my desire to be attractive like that. That does absolutely nothing to reassure me. And I don't know why I keep seeing that piece of advice. Like the manager is kind of frustrated and feels a little bit alone because it's like, how does anyone get reassured by that?
0: (laughs) Right. So the manager is exposing itself or being exposed to all this information. Not all of it checks out.
1: Yeah. No. At
0: least to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really hard too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of isolating. Like, I think other people sometimes have different reasons. Like, they do want to be healthy or they want to feel a certain way. But for me, it's about looking good. And mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And is it this manager? Does the manager have um, the looking good thing? Does that feel like it comes mostly from that manager part? Or is the manager part doing the managing for some other.
1: Yeah. It's, I'm then, pretty sure it's managing an exile.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can ask it and just see if you can learn more about kind of that, that fear that, um, you yeah, know, if it, if it didn't work so hard.
1: Yeah. If it didn't work so hard, it wouldn't be able to keep an eye on things. Um it just can't conceive of not of not working hard because it needs mm-hmm. to it needs to I don't know it needs to make sure that I'm not fat, except okay. that it's except that it also kind of knows that it can't completely make sure of that. So it's very mm-hmm. upset.
0: Right. And you mentioned the, the looking good felt like coming, having some exile energy.
1: Um, yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. There's like a feeling that if I'm, if I'm not, a, tr- a certain level of attractive that nothing in life will be worth it.
0: Yeah. Are you okay just witnessing that and learning more about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, just, I don't know. Like, it sounds really weird and really vain, but it, there is a feeling like... You know, just nothing, nothing would be the same, nothing, because it would be about the person that I am. So I could do all these things, all these cool things in my life, um, Mm. and like be a really interesting person, but if I'm not attractive while doing it, then I'm not, then it makes absolutely no difference. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see if you can learn more about that. Yeah. That feeling of making no difference or of, yeah, what would happen if you weren't attractive, if you're fat, Mm. whatever this part is concerned about.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll
0: keep reminding you that you don't need to share it with me.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I feel like I I know what it's trying to say, but it is hard to even put into words.
0: Yeah, that's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And what would it rather be doing if it didn't have to worry about that? If you were able to...
1: The exile...
0: Would, Help out the exile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would this protector, this this intellectual manager, rather be doing?
1: Oh, okay. Um, the manager would rather. Hmm, it would rather monitor and study and analyze, like literally anything else that. Mm. That it actually finds interesting, that can actually make a difference, that isn't so society yeah. anxiety. Yeah.
0: yeah. It really cares about making a difference. Yeah. And how old does it think that you are? Um... i I've, I
1: find that question always so hard to answer, but I think what I'm getting is like high school, like the number seventeen popped into my head, and then mm-hmm. I thought about it a little and remembered that I started feeling really self-conscious around fifteen. So
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, does so that make sense? Yeah, this part became really active around them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I had been super skinny as a kid and I started to kind of like fill out when I was 15. So it's when my clothes stopped fitting. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: even though I was like literally a growing teenager, every time something would stop fitting, I would be like freaking out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just let it know that it all makes sense to you and that you'd you'd like to... Help it out. Yes. And so, what does this part think about you going to the 15 or 17 year old or about you going to any of these other exiles that it might be orbiting?
1: Um, there's a sense of futility, like, sure, give it a try, but like the facts are the facts. And- mm hmm are not going to feel good about this.
0: By the way, did you update it on your age?
1: Oh, uh, let me do that. Hmm. Hard to tell what it thinks about that. I'm not sure if it received the message or not.
0: Okay. Well, still, it had some, it sounded a little reluctant, but it was saying, sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. I, wait. Yeah. I think it feels kind of like meh about me being. 29 like it's um because on the one hand it's like I made and and I've had I've had this thought before so it might have had some awareness of my age before but there's a kind of feeling like well at least I made it to 29 without being like super huge and then on the other hand it's like Oh no, I'm getting older, and mm-hmm. you know what comes with that—it's like all kinds of things that make you less, quote unquote, attractive. So mm-hmm. there's—it's anxiety either way, no matter how old yeah. I am.
0: Yeah, but when it comes to your ability to work with younger parts,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: that's certainly independent of your. Age and weight. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't mean... It's not entirely independent of your age if if we're going to younger parts because you weren't able to do it when you were five, but...
1: Certainly independent of my weight. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like, well, sure, go to the exile, but like, it's going to suck. You're going to have to... You're going to have to grieve the facts of it.
0: So, okay. Yeah. 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 So it's concerned about the grieving process.
1: Well, I don't know if it's concerned. It's more just like defeated. It's like, yeah. well, you know, you're going to have to to grieve this, but also repressing it has not been going well. So fucking go for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And how do you respond to it hearing that?
1: I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sounds like a very wise part if it's hip mm-hmm. to all of that understanding yeah. of that process.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is there anything else it wants you to know? concerns that it has,
1: I don't think there's anything else in particular, okay.
0: Thank think that part for all of its hard work
1: yeah it's certainly been hard at work lately oh um some part so there's also something to do with um like my childhood and um My, me idealizing my dad who was thin and kind of making my mom who was, uh, who was bigger in like, uh, like casting her as kind of the, um, the quote unquote worst parent or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and growing up, you know, I've realized since then that both of them have different flaws and both of them have been very well-intentioned.
0: But,
1: yeah, um, that certainly affected me. That's
0: yeah. Do you yeah. detect an age that that?
1: Um, part is yeah, from? that's like elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like eight or nine or something, maybe even younger.
0: Okay, sounds like we've heard from a couple got glimpses of a couple young parts
1: yeah yeah and and there's definitely a feeling of like you're you're gonna be like your mom because I have like my body type is closer to hers than his I like he he can just you know barely gain any weights doing whatever and I know that's not the case for me so there's, yeah, there's this like terror of being like her. And that also extends to like, um, de- like fear of depression and mental illness, because that was another thing I associated with her. I, I've always feared becoming like her, <laughs> which is, mm-hmm. uh, feels bad to say that. But yeah. yeah.
0: And as you're learning this from this part, how are you feeling towards it?
1: Well, what it's saying definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of. Um, just like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And are you feeling curious about getting to know it better to hear more of its story and more of its experience
1: um for this one i am i do i do want to get to know it and i want to get to know all the parts that are afraid to be like my mom because i think that's really important at the same time i feel like the the exile that just feels I would be a non person if I weren't attractive, I feel like that's really driving the shame, like even more. Okay. So,
0: yeah, does that one have an age?
1: Um. Hmm, that one feels kind of timeless. Like, hmm. it's just like ever since I've been aware of human beings i've been um aware that being attractive is important um i actually my mind kind of flashes back to uh, when i was like 4 years old or something at the grocery store and There was, and obviously this was before, before the days of, um, you know, like not, not assuming people's pronouns and everything. So, Mm -hmm. um, there was this person at the grocery store that I noticed and I said something about like, oh, that man, something, something to my dad. My dad Mm -hmm. was like, that's a woman. And I, I was like, oh, she, I guess she had short hair. Um, and I remember just being like huh that's so like weird like uh, I just I don't know it's hard to explain but I Mm -hmm. I kind of like felt sorry for her in that moment or felt Mm -hmm. like I never wanted to be like her yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that's a lot to to take in and understand yeah four-year-old
1: Yeah. And and it's weird because I find plenty of androgynous people perfectly attractive as well, but like, (laughs) you know, just that that particular person (laughs) seemed in a bad way, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And you feel all right just inviting that part to share more with you about how it was for it? Um, Experiencing that and experiencing any
1: Yeah, there was kind of a, I guess kind of a fear, or at least there's a fear now, but I don't want to be like that person. Don't -hmm. want to be like, not recognized as what I'm supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see if you can just learn more about this part's experience of not being recognized and Mm -hmm. yeah, how that came up and what, what that was like for it.
1: Hmm. I know it's just a sense of fear.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's just like fear and don't wanna don't wanna be like that. And that's really all that I'm getting so far.
0: Yeah, you could ask about times that it felt un- not recognized.
1: Mm, okay. Well definitely um Still don't entirely know why, but, um, and this is, (laughs) this is really kind of weird because so many women talk about how getting cat called was this traumatic experience for them. Mm -hmm. But for me, I didn't really get, um, hit on that often, just randomly by people and like, I was able to sort of figure out that I had some level of like attractiveness. Like I would, you know, I would date people and they'd find me hot. Like I would go on like dating sites and get people liking me and stuff. But like, I don't know. I like, I would not get like a lot of like random attention, especially cause I was kind of like a late bloomer in high school and um and so sometimes i was never sure what i looked like to other people. Yeah. And if i was good enough.
0: Yeah, so see if you can r- kind of stay connected with the four-year-old part. Yeah. And see how that um that feeling of not good enough mm-hmm just see if you can learn more about how that arises how that how that was experienced
1: mm.
0: at that time and i also wanted to check in and make sure that and see that you were how you were feeling about um, I know that a lot of protectors are worried about being overwhelmed, going too fast, etc. Yeah,
1: they're not making a big deal right now.
0: Okay, and you're but, feeling uh, good about being with this part?
1: So, for some reason, I still feel like we may be working on the wrong exile or something because... Yeah. There's just a feeling of like, yeah, like not being recognized the woman, like the woman in the store, blah, blah, blah. But like, I have this like visceral feeling of just like the, like the way my body feels in my clothes. And there's a feeling of like, oh, like being fat is even worse than like whatever else I'm talking about right now. (laughs) <laughs> that's mm-hmm. kind of the energy that I'm getting kind of sideways while I try to talk to these other parts so
0: yeah um so what I understood from from an exile was this feeling of kind of not being a person yes if not attracted yes is what you're hearing fat is worse than that
1: um no that that is okay like Not. Yeah. Like being being invisible and, being,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, just being completely unable to change it. Being, yeah, being trapped in that in that lack of um
0: yeah, like that, being like, feel
1: like, yeah, being being totally helpless to to have any kind of effect on people.
0: yeah and do you feel like you have a a sense of of that exile? Which one that is? is yeah. that is that the four- year old? Is that another one?
1: That is That's one that's saying like you've gone. Like you've gone too far. Like you've already gained too much weight. You or you're you're going to like when when will the point be? It, like it's coming. When will it be that you stop being a person?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this part's main concern is about being invisible, not being a person. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you notice this part? You see it, you sense it.
1: I definitely feel it in my body. It's because it's like hanging out in those areas I'm self-conscious about. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's just a feeling of dread. of Like, when's it going to happen? And that's where I think my mom comes in because I'm like, there's a feeling like I'm going to end up like her. When is it going to be? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And does this part feel like it's connected to an age?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's that fear that I'm doomed to turn out the same as my mom. And that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, maybe like 11 or so. I mean, really, I felt that way at a lot of different ages. Mm-hmm. Of like, and it's, and it's connected to my my issues in school because I, I just, I noticed that my dad could do things like make himself do things and, and make progress on stuff. And I noticed that I couldn't, and I noticed that my mom also couldn't. And so I just, forever, I've just lived with this secret fear that that I am going to turn out the same way as her. I'm going to be really, really depressed and quote unquote overweight. Um, And um, all of these things and I won't be able to control it. I won't have any say in it. It's just how I am, who I am.
0: Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly... When we had heard about school before and mm-hmm. that getting hard. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of eleven year oldish mm-hmm. time, perhaps. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: actually the the sort of landmark moment for school was probably when I was nine, but it all all the shit continued, like mm-hmm. <laughs> after that for sure um but yeah yeah definitely it was just like i wanted so badly to be like my dad and yet everything i was seeing seemed to confirm that i was going to be just like my mom
0: yeah and what was that like for this part
1: really terrifying yeah like I had no control over myself or my destiny or what anyone thought of me anything I did I would never make progress on anything I cared about like I wouldn't have control yeah
0: yeah And how do you respond as you learn this about this part and its experience?
1: Well, it makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's very sad.
0: Yeah. So you can let it know that you see that as for what it is, is making sense and being sad.
1: Yeah. There's a part that wants to push back, though. There's a part that's like, "Well, th- that's not true. You can be different than your parent. Like, you you literally are different. Like, you're genetically fifty percent different. So, like, <laughs> but I know that one is trying to. I mean, it's it means well, but I know it's not mm-hmm. necessarily helping. So, I,
0: right. I'll ask
1: right. it to step back, but it's yeah. It's afraid that getting in touch with that. that fear that pain is scary to it
0: yeah yeah I like that part that was concerned about if there would be grieving involved
1: mhm yeah and i guess i i can say to it like it's not it's not even wrong like there is there is a reason for hope like it's it's not wrong but it also like we can't get to know the exile if we keep shutting the exile
0: out right right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so what feels right for you next
1: It's, I think it's kind of stonewalling me. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know. Um, like it's, it's, it's like trying to kind of hide from me, I think. The exile? <laughs> no, the, uh, the part that wants to manage the exile.
0: Good. Let it go. Let it go hide.
1: <laughs> well, like, no but I mean it wants to be sneaky like I don't I, I think it's kind of like trying to not respond to me and still keep controlling yeah. the situation
0: yeah yeah
1: I'm not I don't feel like I'm connecting with it
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah just invited to notice you again yeah. your real age And if it helps, maybe you can let it know about, you know, our game plan of negotiating with the exile going at a pace that feels safe.
1: Yeah.
0: And maybe we haven't quite done that. So,
1: yeah. Remind remind ourselves. Say that again.
0: We're reminding ourselves.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um it's kind of I feel like I'm getting like firefighter energy from this one. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of I and I f- I feel like you can probably tell I feel some affection for it. Like um but uh yeah it's it kind of just doesn't wanna listen because even even looking at me would take it out of its confidence in what Mm -hmm. it's saying. So it doesn't really want to connect.
0: Okay. And the confidence of what it's saying about there being hope. Yeah. uh Yeah.
1: Yeah. It wants to keep um, saying, saying its thing and, Protecting the exile. Mm-hmm. Yes. And connecting with me would interfere with its goal. It's kind of the same deal as the, uh, the scrambler one that keeps me from doing my work.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. So this, one's, this one is sneaky.
1: Yes. And,
0: and protective.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And clever.
1: Yeah. It's trying, it's trying its hardest. And I can appreciate yeah. that. Because it. Yeah, it, it I, I guess it knows that I have really um really detail oriented managers who will jump on anything <laughs> and be like mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I want to check in if it's all right with any part of yours that might have an agenda um with the you know this the pace at which we go and ask you know how you feel how your parts feel about what we've already done
1: like if you
0: were if you were to not continue talking working with this exile at all
1: yeah there's um there there's some more like there's there's an agenda part for sure that's like I want to unburn it now, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, there are also other parts that feel significantly better than I did when I came in here. And so they're kind of like, Oh, doing this helps. So we can like, even just doing this helped. And the more, the more I do it, the more it'll help. So they, They feel like they have a lot more hope than before, even though there is also the agenda part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been really helpful for me to hear uh, and be able to start distinguishing different exiles.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They all all need you and they all, you know, they all have their parts and have their uh, influence over the system and
1: yeah, that that was interesting to kind of go to these different memories and realize that they weren't the like the core thing that is
0: yeah
1: me, even though they may be like they're important too, of course.
0: But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What would you like to do next?
1: Um. I don't know. I mean, we—it has been over an hour. So, what? Maybe I should ask you. What would you like it's to? It's been up?
0: just over an hour. Um, yeah, because we've just just started to contact this exile. I would probably, you know, not suggest yeah. going a whole lot further with it, just in the interest of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I would also check in with it and kind of hear from it um,
1: yeah, I want
0: to, how to close the conversation with it.
1: Yeah. I, okay. Um, let's
0: see. And I'm, and I also just want to say like, it doesn't mean I'm need to hang up right now. I mean, if, if we talk for 10, 15 more minutes, that's okay. fine. I just, yeah, you know, sometimes the exile stuff can <laughs> take an hour.
1: Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't think this one is going to be uh, a short one, but uh, i don't think they ever are uh but yeah um see he doesn't have anything
0: any needs any requests yeah. <clears throat> any concerns any way that it would like for you to follow up with it or um you know maybe there's a I'm thinking about kind of creating a path and making it so it's easier to get back in touch with this part
1: mm-hmm. in the future.
0: You might just ask it about those things.
1: Well, even just intentionally contacting it just now, I think it um, it uh, gave me something kind of new, which was like a feeling of sadness. Uh, not not overwhelming at all, but just like a little taste of like I'm sad, and it's like glad that I'm, uh, they're paying attention to it, which I don't think has ever happened with this one before. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: it is cool, and the part that was worried about grief.
1: Yeah, I hope you can
0: see that, like. Yeah, kind of feeling a little sadness from this part is is kind of awesome.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I think in general the the whole the whole gang of them are feel a lot more comfortable with the idea of exploring this more on my own. Because mm-hmm. before I would just get super overwhelmed by the alarmed part, and then that would be it. And I wouldn't be able to access any self to calm them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that seems to have changed, um, at least for now. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't know that the exile has any more requests because I feel like we've, like, I've barely even contacted it yet. Um, yeah. But, There's just a general feeling of being encouraged from the system.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Any other parts to address? Any other parts have any concerns?
1: Well, I guess I would like to thank the sneaky firefighter for letting me get that glimpse. Yeah. (laughs) I feel... Feel proud of it. Um, And yeah, just all of them.
0: Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. They're all good.
1: They're all good. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's it.
0: Okay. Any questions for me, feedback, things we should do differently?
1: I don't think so. I'll let you know if I think of something.
0: Okay. Great. All right. Hope it was helpful.
1: It was, definitely. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Have a good night.
1: You too. Okay,
0: bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas join the Discord server, or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Ivan, for your care and diligence in editing the calls, to every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts, and to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now a minute of meditation, or if you prefer pull over, you can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.